The text that calls for our attention this Christmas morning is our gospel from John chapter 1, and especially these words, and the word became flesh and dwelled among us. You're invited to be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Just a few moments ago, we did something that might have been, to many of you, a little new. It's an ancient practice of the church, which is still practiced regularly in many parts of the church today. It's called a gospel procession. As you saw, the practice is to take the scriptures from the lectern and bring them right out into the midst of the people and there to read the gospel. We did it today to illustrate both the meaning that is captured there in that gospel and, in truth, the meaning of Christmas itself. For that practice is so appropriate to our readings for this Christmas morn. Last night we heard the Christmas story, essentially as the Gospel of Luke records it. The obligatory census, the long trip, the little town of Bethlehem. The inn with no room, the humble stable, the birth of the babe. The angels, the shepherds, and that star that drew kings from afar. But this morning we hear the Gospel of John tell us about the Christmas story. Many times if you read books that compare the various Gospels, they will tell you that John simply doesn't include the Christmas story. But that's not entirely true. He gives us the Christmas story in what might be called the one-verse version. He says, and the word became flesh and dwelled among us. Yes, there it is, Christmas in one small verse. Yes, John tells us through the inspiration of the Spirit that at one point in human history, indeed, that eternal word, the second person of the Trinity, the very Son of God, became flesh. Yes, in that little town of Bethlehem, in that now famous stable, the Word became flesh. God became human. Yes, at one point, that one who had dwelled forever in the heavens came down and existed in the flesh, in the world, right there in that manger. We might say that in John's mind, the exact location of where it occurred is not his first concern. John doesn't tell us that it happened in Bethlehem. For him, the key to the Christmas story is this. God has come close. Yes, God has come right into the midst of his people. In John's Gospel, it says that Jesus came and dwelled among us the word actually there in the Greek underneath the word dwelled is actually the word tabernacle. Or to put it a little more simply, we might say tented. For the tabernacle is simply to put up a tent somewhere and live there for a while. So we might say that Christmas is the story of God coming and putting up his tent right 
in our backyard, so to speak. Christmas is about Jesus coming to you and coming for you. And that's what that gospel, or the gospel procession, rather, illustrates for us so beautifully. You know, sometimes on Christmas Day, the pews can be a little bit sparse. And today we've got kind of this section of pews up here that nobody wanted, those front pews. Well, in essence, here on Christmas Day, those empty pews sort of give the wrong illustration about what Christmas is all about. It suggests that there's space between the people of God and the Word of God. And yet, that's not the case at Christmas. The Word of God comes right where the people are. And again, that's what that gospel procession shows us so beautifully. Yes, God brings his salvation right into the midst of his people. The word made flesh is not far from us. He came into the flesh in order that we would never again have to simply stare up at the sky and wonder what God might be like. He came close in order to reveal to us exactly who he is. He came right into the midst of our wrecked lives. And he came there to set all things straight. Yes, on Christmas Day, God came close. And he's remained close ever since. Yes, first, in the person of Jesus, bouncing on his, Mary, on his mother Mary's lap later then walking with his disciples around the Holy Land. But even after his death and his resurrection and ascension, Christ remains close to us now, even in his church. Yes, indeed, he comes to us each time the word is preached or the sacraments are given. And when God comes close, he makes you holy. That's what he always does when he comes close. He forgives your sins. He fills you with his Holy Spirit. He removes the guilt and the power of sin from your lives. John says that Jesus, when he came close, was full of grace and truth. We are blessed to live in his grace and to know his truth. And so God today gives us the words of John, to tell to us that one verse Christmas story. His gospel puts that truth into our ears today, and hopefully that gospel procession put it before our eyes as well. It shows us what we have heard, that God has come close, that Jesus is right in the midst of us, that he has come there to save us. Perhaps today as I left my place, a few of you might have felt a little uncomfortable. After all, it was probably a new thing to many of you. But I suppose even that little discomfort could serve as a proper illustration this day. Because the truth is, when God comes close to us, it can make us a little uncomfortable. Think about all the times in the Bible, when the glory of God was close, or even when one of his angels showed up, how afraid people always were. 
You see, when God comes close, it has a way of revealing who we truly are. That we are sinners who cannot stand before a holy God. Yes, we stand exposed before him when he comes close. I suppose we could say that in some ways, we would rather like God to come close, but not too close. A couple pews between us and God, maybe that would be about right. Yes, we want him close enough to forgive us, but not close enough that he might change us. We want him close enough to save us, but not too close that he might shame us by pointing out some sin. We want him close enough in order that we might get into heaven, but not too close that he might get into certain parts of our daily lives. Today, regardless of what we might want, we get what we need. We celebrate this day that God does come close. He comes close, close, right where we live close. Yes, at times, uncomfortably close, shining a light on those sins we rather wish could remain hidden in the darkness, revealing that we are not as spotless as we would like to sometimes portray ourselves to be before the world, showing us how desperately we need a Savior. But at the same time, he draws graciously close shining that darkness right out of our lives, overcoming the very darkness that seeks to remain in our lives, revealing to us our Savior in the person of his Son, Jesus Christ. Yes, a light shines today, Jesus Christ. He is your light and he is your life. He was born for you. He lived for you. And he died for you. And this gift of forgiveness and life is given to all who will simply receive it in faith. He comes in order that no one would have to stumble around in the darkness any longer. Yes, to all who believe, he gives the power to become the children of God. He gives them the right to live out each day right in his marvelous light. We all know that there are many days in life when darkness seems to come upon us almost like an eclipse. Things suddenly go from okay to pitch dark in just a moment. Perhaps that's happening to you this day. Even while everything around suggests that you should be happy and joyous, perhaps there is some darkness casting a shadow over you this day. Maybe you're not in that place of pure joy this morning. But know this, no matter where you are, Jesus comes today to you with his life and his light. Whenever darkness comes into your life with despair and darkness, Jesus comes again right into your midst. He shines his light into your darkness. For it's who he is, and it's what he does. He is the light of the world, and he enlightens the entire world by drawing close. 
Oh, Jesus could have remained in heaven. And heaven would have remained a gloriously bright place. But down here would have been nothing but darkness. Thanks be to God that he shined his light right into our world. Yes, today we gather to give thanks to God for coming close to us. For shining his light in our world. We rejoice that the word has become flesh. That he dwelt among us. That he put up his tent right in our backyard. Hear it today with your ears. See it with your eyes. Know it in your heart. For today on this Christmas day, Jesus is right now. Drawing close to you as his word is spoken as his word is preached, and as his gifts are delivered. Come forward. Receive the body and blood of your Lord Jesus. For this day, Christ comes right into your midst. Merry Christmas. Amen.